What is willpower? How does building greater willpower and learning how to resist temptation help with your self-improvement? And is it possible to improve your willpower so you can stop tormenting yourself? That's what I'm talking about this week here on Let's Talk About Mental Health, the weekly podcast that teaches you how to look after your well-being. So get comfortable and let's talk about mental health. Hello and welcome to episode 194 and thanks so much for joining me as I talk about willpower and mental health. I'm Jeremy Godwin and I share practical tips you can apply immediately based on quality research and my own personal experience following a breakdown in late 2011 that changed my life. Each week I look at how to improve one specific aspect of your well-being. In this episode I'll be talking about what willpower is why willpower can be such a struggle, and how to successfully improve your willpower. So let's talk about willpower. I tend to have a bit of a tough time with willpower. It's one of those things that I've proven to myself I can definitely do, like when I quit drinking in 2018 and quit smoking in 2013, both of which I did through sheer willpower alone. And yet, when it comes to something like sitting down to write an episode uninterrupted or not snacking, I often find myself bamboozled and perplexed as to why my willpower seems to vanish into thin air at the exact moment I need it most. Perhaps I, like many of you, have just come to realize that there is far more to willpower and determination than simply hitting play on the classic 80s track Eye of the Tiger by Survivor, and then just sitting back and waiting for the making progress montage to work its magic. Seriously, if you've ever seen basically any movie or TV show from the 80s, then you'll know those people loved a montage as a way of moving a story forward. And the unfortunate thing for those of us who grew up in that decade is that It set us up for life with unrealistic expectations. No amount of playing inspiring music will make the hard work any easier. Just as no amount of advertising that you have free cats to give away will make Alf the Alien turn up on your doorstep. That is a very very specific 80s joke about the show Alf. And if you know what I'm talking about, then congratulations because you're officially old. (laughs) So, as I've demonstrated, a lack of willpower can result in things like going off on tangents and other random stuff that can either take you further away from achieving a goal or just make things more difficult for you than they need to be. Not having great willpower isn't a personal failing, and it's possible to work through issues so you can achieve the result you need to. It's just that it takes time, effort, and perseverance. But the good news is that the more you work on this stuff, the easier it becomes over time. So, you know, hooray. I mean, it's a half-hearted hooray because the work is tough, but it's a hooray nonetheless. (laughs) So, like I said before, this is a topic that I definitely struggle with a lot, especially when it comes to my emotional eating, which I'll talk about more later. And so I'm really pushing myself out of my comfort zone today to talk about it. I'm very open about my struggles in this show, 
and I recognize that I am not an expert in everything, nor am I perfect at everything. However, most of the topics I cover are things that I'm usually fairly confident about in terms of how much of a handle I have on them, even if I can always do with more self-improvement. But this one today is quite scary in a lot of ways because it's a topic I'm actively working on with my therapist and I'm a long way away from feeling like I have a solid grip on how to do it effectively. So the advice I give today is actually based on all the research I've been doing myself to try to better handle things. And a lot of it is stuff that I've only just recently started doing since having a bit of a turning point a few weeks ago, something I'll explain in a bit. I'm telling you all that to basically be clear that I do not have all the answers. And I'm very much out of my comfort zone here as I look for options at the same time as many of you. And this is also an opportunity for me to really challenge myself. My intention is to report back over the next 6 to 12 months and talk through how I've been going with making changes and improving my willpower so we can talk about what works and what doesn't. Okay, so before we go any further, let's get ourselves onto the same page and go through some definitions. Let's talk about what is willpower. Willpower is our ability to resist short-term temptations or impulses in order to achieve long-term goals. Think of it as the internal compass guiding you to make beneficial choices, even when faced with more enticing alternatives. It's the little voice and inner strength that helps you to walk away from the cupcakes or to go for a run when the couch looks all too inviting or to put aside some money instead of spending it on fast fashion that will fall apart after you wear it twice. Willpower isn't necessarily some endless resource that some people have. There's an interesting perspective that has gained traction over the years, which suggests that willpower may operate like a reservoir, with its reserves diminishing over the course of a day. The more demanding the day, the quicker your stores dry up. This concept is known as ego depletion, and it paints a picture of our willpower as being finite. For instance, after a challenging day full of numerous decisions, it may be why you might find it particularly challenging to resist the temptation of an indulgent dessert at night or a cheeky glass of red. However, More recent research suggests that our beliefs about willpower might actually play a big part in how much of it we feel we have. So if you think you have unlimited willpower, you might just find it easier to keep going. Whereas if you view it as a limited resource, then you're more likely to feel drained. How does all of this link to good mental health and well-being, you might ask? Well, having strong willpower can help us make choices that align with our long-term goals and values, which can lead to a sense of accomplishment and greater life satisfaction. And good decisions, whether that's in terms of things like your diet, exercise, stress management practices, etc., can play a significant role in maintaining your mental health. On the flip side, if you're constantly beating yourself up for lacking willpower, 
it can, not surprisingly, negatively affect your self-esteem and mental well-being. One of the things my therapist has had me doing recently involves focusing specifically on the wins rather than the mistakes. For example, by celebrating making a smarter choice for one meal instead of criticizing myself for making poor choices for another meal. And I can definitely agree that it's made me feel better about myself and less inclined to associate guilt with eating. It's also essential to remember that willpower isn't the be-all and end-all when it comes to success and well-being. It's just one tool in your toolbox. If you rely solely on willpower without creating an environment that supports your goals, like keeping unhealthy snacks out of the house or setting a regular sleep schedule, then you're setting yourself up for a tougher battle. So, in a nutshell, while willpower is undeniably valuable, it's also crucial to cut yourself some slack. After all, you're only human. Balancing your expectations, setting yourself up for success, and being kind to yourself can all play a part in good mental health and general well-being. Okay, now let's talk about why willpower can be such a struggle. And there are lots of reasons, none of which involve you being a failure or there being something wrong with you. Think of it this way. There are obviously a lot of us who struggle with willpower to some degree or another. And so it's not a personality fault, but instead just another challenge to work on and overcome. Stop being so hard on yourself and instead learn to show yourself kindness, compassion, and understanding. And speaking of understanding, let's talk through some of the reasons why willpower can often feel like an uphill battle, starting with biology and evolution. Our ancestors evolved in environments where food was scarce and immediate rewards like a meal were crucial for survival. So our brains are naturally wired to seek immediate gratification even if that might be at odds with our long-term desires. Now, while we've come a very long way as a species since then, those primitive instincts can still kick in, leading us to prefer that chocolate bar now over long-term health benefits. Mental fatigue. Our brains consume a significant amount of energy. After extended periods of focus or decision-making, our cognitive resources can get depleted making it harder to exert our willpower. Overwhelming choices. In the modern world, we're constantly bombarded with choices from what to watch on TV to what to eat for dinner, and each decision, however small, taps into our willpower reserves, potentially leaving us drained by the end of the day. Emotional regulation. When we're stressed, anxious, or upset, our ability to exert self-control can wane. And so we can find it easier to give in to temptation. I mean, this is like the entire basis of emotional eating, of which I am the co-founder and current spokesperson. And by the way, emotional regulation is a topic I'll be covering later in the year. Moving on, habits and conditioning. Over time, our repeated behaviors become ingrained as habits and can operate almost automatically bypassing our conscious decision-making. So if you've developed habits that aren't aligned with your goals, 
they can make exerting willpower particularly challenging. Social and environmental factors. Our surroundings play a massive role in our willpower. If you're trying to eat healthily, but your house is stocked with junk food, or your friends often indulge in unhealthy habits, then resisting temptation often becomes a lot harder. Biological needs and imbalances. Sometimes what feels like a lack of willpower is our body communicating a genuine need. For example, if you're not getting enough sleep, then your body might start to crave sugary foods as a means of quick energy, making it much harder to resist them. So there are lots of different factors that can play a role in whether or not you're firing on all cylinders when it comes to willpower, or if it takes the mere whiff of a freshly baked biscuit to turn you into the cookie monster from Sesame Street, who I will point out is just a monster without cookies. So, you know, maybe don't judge him when he goes at them like they're monster crack, because perhaps they are. Anyway, with that stupid observation over and done with, how do you do all of that? Well, let's first take a quick break to hear from the brands who help me create this show each week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome back. Now let's get into the how-to part of today's episode and let's talk about how to successfully improve your willpower. So my first tip and probably my biggest today is to clearly identify your why. By that, I mean to be really, really clear about what it is you want to or need to achieve, and more importantly, why it matters. And ideally, why it's a struggle for you. It's that last bit that I have found particularly effective. I've been going through a few periods of relapsing into binge eating over the past year and a half, which has led to a lot of weight gain. And even though I wanted to stop, there was just something in my brain that I struggled to switch off. So I was constantly making poor choices about what I ate and how much of it. A few weeks ago, I had a real aha moment in therapy. And by that, I mean a moment of clarity, not a moment where I began to sing Take On Me by the Norwegian band from the 80s. Moving on. The realization involved finally understanding that even though I stopped talking with my mother again in December 2021, I've been getting a lot of pressure from several sources to talk to her again as her medical condition worsens. And it felt like I wasn't fully in control. 
So the eating became a messed up way of subconsciously trying to gain control and also self-soothing. A few weeks ago, I finally realized that the issue is that even the idea of hearing my mother's voice is deeply traumatic for me. And that led to being able to acknowledge and accept that I continue to carry the trauma associated with her physical and emotional abuse, plus the fact that there was a period of several years when I was a teenager that I didn't feel safe anywhere because I was also being severely bullied at school. My point is that it unlocked something in my mind, and since then I have much greater clarity about why I default to emotional eating and also what I can do to manage it more effectively. So that was a long way of me saying that when you understand the why behind your struggles, you can then start to address the issues in a more effective way. It means you're not just about battling against willpower, but now you're armed with this knowledge And so that means you can come at it in a much smarter way. One way to start doing that is with my next point, make a plan. Identify what you want to work on and why, and then brainstorm different things that you could try, and then work your way through one or two at a time. Having a plan helps keep you focused, and it gives you something tangible to refer back to in order to stay on track. Next, start small. So just as you wouldn't try to lift the heaviest weights at the gym on your first day, don't try to overhaul all your habits at once. Start with small, manageable goals and go from there. Over time, these small successes will help you build confidence in your self-control capabilities. Okay, next, develop routines. Because establishing routines reduces the number of decisions you need to make daily conserving your cognitive resources. Over time, healthy actions become habits, requiring a lot less willpower to initiate. Next, look after yourself proactively, because your physical well-being directly affects your mental well-being and vice versa. Make quality sleep a priority, because a lack of sleep can severely impact your ability to exert self-control. Drink plenty of water to stay hydrated, And make sure you eat regularly. Low blood sugar can deplete your willpower, so maintain stable levels by eating regular meals that include complex carbohydrates, proteins, and healthy fats. And make time for regular exercise, because physical activity has been linked to greater self-control. You don't need to run a marathon. Even short, regular bouts of exercise can make a big difference. You'll also find practicing mindfulness and meditation helpful for greater focus and self-awareness, along with managing stress more effectively. Okay, next, plan to overcome temptations. There are lots of things you can do proactively, like removing temptations from your environment. If you're trying to eat healthily, keep junk food out of the house. If you're aiming to focus on work, use apps to block distracting websites. If you know you'll face temptation, set up barriers in advance. For example, if you're trying to save money, set up an automatic transfer to your savings account immediately after you get paid. 
Next, use the five-minute rule. If there's something you should be doing but lack the motivation, promise yourself you'll do it for just five minutes. Often, starting is the hardest part, and once you've begun, it's easier to continue. This can be really helpful for overcoming procrastination, which I covered back in episode 129. Okay, next, use positive reinforcement. And by that, I mean to reward yourself for milestones achieved. This is what I like to refer to as self-bribery, and without it, I would own a lot less stuff. Positive reinforcement can be really helpful to motivate you to keep pushing forward. Next, reframe your thoughts. Rather than focusing on the negative, choose to come at it from a positive angle. Instead of saying, I can't, say, I don't. For example, I don't eat junk food is more empowering and definitive than I can't eat junk food. Okay, next, use visualization. And that means visualizing the benefits of exerting willpower in the long run. Imagine how it feels having achieved your goals. What does success look and feel like? Hold that image in your mind's eye and return to it regularly to keep you motivated and to help make the sort of abstract benefits of self-control a lot more tangible. Next, have positive distractions, which can mean having healthy coping mechanisms to use as an alternative and I covered that topic in episode 179. Or having a list of go-to activities that you enjoy, like sketching, playing an instrument, doing a jigsaw puzzle, etc. What you want is something to divert your attention and lower the intensity of your temptation. For something like quitting smoking, have a go-to alternative that you reach for without thinking, like chewing gum. It's also helpful to learn how to sit with boredom without reaching for distractions like your phone because that can build greater mental stamina. And that leads to my next point, delay. Because a lot of our issues with temptation and willpower come back to our desire for instant gratification. Challenge yourself to delay any action by at least 10 minutes. And then before you do anything else after that, just stop and think for a moment about what you're feeling and why. That delay can be just the thing you need to let the emotions pass so you can find greater strength and willpower. Okay, next, journal. Write down your feelings, temptations, and moments of strength and weakness, which can all provide invaluable insights into your patterns and triggers, allowing you to strategize better. Next, use technology. Use apps and tools designed to aid in building willpower from habit trackers to mindfulness apps or even plugins that limit your time on distracting websites. Okay, next, practice saying no. And this doesn't just apply to temptations related to your goals. The act of saying no in various aspects of life, from declining an unnecessary meeting to skipping an event when you need rest, can reinforce your willpower muscles. I talked about how to do that back in episode 105, so you'll find that helpful. Next, commit publicly. Make your commitments known to a close friend or family member, or maybe even on social media or in a public forum. When other people know about your goals, the social pressure and support can boost your willpower. 
You may also find it helpful to pair up with someone as an accountability buddy where they can help keep you on track. Okay, next, post-temptation analysis. If you give in to temptation, instead of beating yourself up, choose to analyze the situation. What were the triggers? What could you have done differently? This reflective practice helps you to turn setbacks into learning opportunities. Okay, now let's talk through some quick practical things you can do if willpower just isn't working for you. Starting with, step away from whatever you're doing when you feel tempted and take a break to reset yourself. Set your environment up to support your goals and remove temptations entirely. Make decisions easier by automating them, such as by meal prepping on weekends or setting up a recurring grocery order. Swap out bad habits with healthy ones. Break tasks down into the smallest possible chunks and then just work on things one step at a time. Set clear boundaries for yourself and others about what you will and will not accept and stick to them. Use visual reminders like a vision board or pictures that keep you inspired by your goals. Change your routine to limit your exposure to triggers or preferably avoid them altogether. Set reminders for yourself throughout the day to stay on track. Take some time each day to plan what you're going to do and then reflect on your progress at the end of the day. I have a simple digital tool that helps you to do this in just a few minutes a day. It's available to buy at ltamh.com and it's linked in the episode description. Join a support group. Focus on goals over short periods. For example, the next 30 days instead of the next year. Educate yourself about the why behind your actions so you can better understand them. Seek professional help, especially if you're struggling, and show yourself kindness and compassion, and take things one day at a time. And you'll find tips on how to effectively resist temptation, especially when it's staring you in the face, in my latest video, which is available now on YouTube and Spotify, and it's linked in the episode description. Because when it comes to willpower and mental health, what it all boils down to is this. If you struggle with your willpower sometimes, or even a lot of the time, that doesn't make you a failure. It makes you human. We all have moments of weakness, and it's easy to slip up and make decisions that aren't the best for us. But willpower is like any skill or muscle in that it can be developed and strengthened over time. The key is persistence and not letting temporary setbacks define your journey. Willpower isn't just about resisting temptations. It's a dance between understanding yourself, setting up the right environment, practicing resilience, and regularly reminding yourself of the reasons behind your goals so you can stay focused and motivated even during challenging times. The choice is yours, as it is with all things related to your well-being. So, what choice will you make today? Each week, I like to finish up by sharing a quote about the week's topic, and I encourage you to take a few moments to really reflect on it and consider what it means to you. This week's quote is by an unknown author, and it is, You don't find willpower, you create it. Let me repeat that. You don't find willpower, you create it. Alright, that's nearly it for this week. Next week, I'll be talking about flexibility. Have you ever noticed how even the best laid plans have a tendency to go out the window 
when life decides to throw a curveball or 10 our way? One of the biggest challenges for many of us is embracing the idea that all we have direct control over is ourselves, and that requires us to really develop a sense of flexibility and adaptability to all the things that go on around us. So how do you do that? Good question. This is something I've been doing a lot of work on, and it's helped me find much greater peace of mind. So I'm looking forward to talking with you about this topic. I'll be talking about what flexibility is and what it isn't, why flexibility matters, and how to be more flexible for the sake of your mental health. I hope you'll join me for that episode, which will be released on Sunday, the 3rd of September, 2023. Watch my weekly videos on YouTube or Spotify, where I cover extra content, and follow or subscribe on your preferred podcast platform to stay up to date with new episodes. If you'd like ad-free episodes and early access a full week before everyone else, then become a supporter on Patreon. For more mental health tips, sign up for my free newsletter Thursday Thoughts, and follow my two Instagram accounts, LTA Mental Health and It's Jeremy Godwin, where I post extra content daily. You'll find all of those linked in the episode description and in the transcript at ltamh.com. Thank you very much for joining me today. Look after yourself and make a conscious effort to share positivity and kindness out into the world, because you get back what you put out. Take care and talk to you next time. Let's Talk About Mental Health is an independent program proudly produced by Reconnaissance Media, helping you find meaning and gratitude. For more information, visit reconnaissancemedia.com.